Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Tuesday, and that means we've got our real estate entrepreneur, Omar. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. How are you, Michael? What's up, everybody? Hey, if you missed episode number one, uh, you need to go watch it. Omar made about a half a million bucks uh, because he had a buy box in daily discipline, seller financing, and it's all there. But Omar, in episode number two, I want to talk about one of your Instagram posts. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Change nothing and nothing changes. Simple words, but very, very powerful. When you put those out there, what are you thinking? What do you mean? Let's talk about it. Well, obviously, if you change nothing, nothing's going to change. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's that simple, right? <laughs> it's that simple. Like if you don't get up a little bit earlier to work out, nothing changes. Yeah. If you don't change your eating habit habits, nothing changes. If you don't um, put in the work in making phone calls to increase your conversations with sellers, nothing changes. I mean, you guys get the drift here. I can go on and on and on. So when something does change, Michael, and everybody watching, that's when change will occur yeah. is when you change something that you do every day. We talk about daily discipline. If you don't have it, nothing's going to change. But if you do have it over time, something will change because you'll be in a position to receive and you'll know what's coming because yeah. of your discipline that you started, you know two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever time it, it takes. So yeah. it's so simple. I, I want to, I mean, I, I put it out there because I have to change consistently yeah. evolve to, to a better place to evolve, evolve to a better, um, you know, understanding of, you know, uh, we're always improving, mm -hmm. always improving. Yeah. And, you know, I want to hear your take on that, Michael. Well, I, th I think it's very powerful, right? Sometimes the simple things kind of catch me and that was one of them. And, it's because I'm, you know, I've spent the last three years trying to help people have a better financial future, right? Better financial future, then financial freedom. I don't, I don't, I don't point it only financial freedom. You got to have a better financial future first. Sometimes that starts with simply having a budget, right? Okay. Some things I have done is I challenge people sometimes. I said, how much money do you think you spend in a month? Oof. Right. And they give me a number and I say, okay, exercise number one, this is in my $99 get your money right course. Just track everything you spend for a month and see how off you are. Most people, Omar, are off by a factor of two. It's embarrassing. Very few people get it right. By two, really? Yeah. Yeah. So they tell me they spend five, they spend 10. They tell me they spend three, they spend six. And this is why everybody's oh. living paycheck to paycheck. Because they don't know what they're spending. So you got to track your spending. Then you we talk, to. yeah, then we talk about, you know, converting discretionary income, which is, a, a number that nobody talks about into time. In the Get Your Money Right course, for example, Omar, I talk about three friends going on a $5,000 vacation. I think one friend makes 50 grand, one friend makes 100, one friend makes, I don't know, 200 grand, something like that. It's in the course. But the whole idea of this is most people would think the person that makes 200 grand uh, can afford the $5,000 vacation the most. And the answer is maybe, but not in this example. They are so deep into the rat race. They've got a third car. They got a second home. They got all this other mishmash. They've allowed their lifestyle to increase to their income. And now this $5,000 trip costs that person like 1,500 hours because you don't spend gross. You don't spend net. You only spend discretionary income on discretionary things. And this example, this person almost has to work for a year to afford this $5,000 vacation, which is an embarrassment. If you make 200 grand a year, 
and your discretionary income is five grand a year, you suck. You just suck. And believe me, I say that as someone who lived this. I was that guy. So I get it. But yeah. So in this example, the person who made 50 grand a year could afford the 5,000. It was like, I remember what it was like 300 hours. These are just examples. People don't understand money. And if you don't change how you understand money, you will not be financially free. There's just no chance. And you won't change. Yeah. If you think it's all about income, dude, I thought, I, I thought life was income. That's what I thought. I thought the more I made, the happier I would be. So I got a college education. Why? Because I thought a college education made more money. Why did I get a master's degree? Because I thought a master's degree would be more money. These were, it was all about money for me. And unfortunately, I didn't understand that the rat race was literally eating me alive. The rat race had me be a prisoner. Prisoner. I was a prisoner of my monthly expenses. If I stopped working, I would be out on the street. That is not a good place to be. You guys, you, I want you to repeat that. Prisoner of your monthly yeah. income. Oh, no, your, your I, monthly expenses. Are in, same thing. They were the same, right? When I was 30 years old, I, they were the same. My monthly net income was my expenses. I was the person making six figures and could not afford to take a day off, right, essentially, because I didn't have any extra money. I had no discretionary income. It's just... See, that that's huge, man. Yeah, the you become a prisoner. It has to be the discretionary. And then, you know, you can talk to kids about money, right? You, you have, you, your daughter's 13, 15, I forget. No, she's 14. And ah, she's split 15. the difference. Yeah. So one of the things that I did wrong with Teresa at that age is I didn't, I didn't have this conversation. So let me propose this idea. What, it, I mean, what is your daughter like? Does she like shoes, clothes, video games, horses? Where does she spend money? Uh, probably clothes and okay. shoes. So let's just you know, say, I'm just going to say kid, shoes, yeah. right? That's fine. Yeah. So let's say your daughter wants a $500 pair of Manolo Leblonic, I don't know, whatever those expensive red bottom shoes are. And you're like, okay, daddy's going to buy them for you because he loves you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, right. just pretend, right? What, what I would ask you to do is take that price tag of in this example, 500. And I have no idea if they cost 500. For all I know, they cost five grand. I don't know. I'm going to say 500 and just do the math for her. And why the math is, okay, daddy makes this, daddy spends this. It takes this for roof, this for food, this for entertainment, this for cars, right. this for healthcare, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm just going to make this up. You make 200 grand. And at the end of the day, you have 12 grand left. I'm just okay. making it up. So in that simple example, you have a thousand dollars a month. So you would tell your daughter, daddy has to work two weeks to afford these shoes in this simple example. And basically what I'm trying to help people do is turn it into time because your daughter wants the $500 shoes. You want to buy this $500 shoes for your daughter, but is it worth two weeks of your life? You are selling two future weeks of your life to buy those shoes and see what your daughter thinks. Most of the time they're going to go, nope, I don't think it's worth it, dad. Hey, that's, you know, that perspective is huge. And, and that goes for anyone. Anyone, anything. I mean, it, Every, it, it, it could be it could be your car. It could be the truck. It could be stupid anything. phone. Anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Like, it, yes. You got to turn it down like that. You got to turn it into discretionary income. Nobody thinks about I make a lot of money. I don't give a rat's ass. Tell me how much you keep. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is how I think. It's, it's, it's not the money you make. It's the money you keep and figuring out different ways to keep more. Exactly. And that's why I love that, that uh, thing. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Because to me, I talk to so many people that get wrapped around the wrong variable. This or that. No. The only reason we were able to continually build our portfolio is because we went from spending 100% to spending 50. And guess what? When you only spend 50, you keep 50. And we are able to roll that into the next one and the next. And then that pile gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's that simple sometimes. Dude, seriously. So that's why that quote hit me. Uh, because I, it just... it. I get so many people that want it, but won't change. And the only reason we were successful is because we changed. Right. I mean, changing from 100% to 50%, that's drastic. Yeah. And it wasn't overnight. I'm not saying it was overnight. It took us about two years, but every year we were getting lower. Yeah. And, and, and Michael, for you to do that, and I want everybody to have this perspective, for him to do that, what he did, in a job that was paying him six figures, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's insane because I know a lot of guys that are making 50, 80, hundred K a month mm -hmm. and they're not living at 50%. No, they're not. No. And, and that's the crazy part. If you did, fuck, you'll, you'll, you'll have 200 doors. Exactly. In, in, a, in, a, in seven, eight years, yeah. you know, like, Dude, that's crazy because it's so simple. And it makes me realize like the uh, discretionary income aspect of what I do. Um, and it's, and I will tell you, I'm, I'm glad I was in an area where it wasn't so flashy. Mm. I really am because I may have taken that freaking shiny object syndrome. And yeah. Bought the toys. Yes. But I didn't, I just reinvested everything I had. It was like 70% of everything I made. Yeah, that's and, the key. That's that, that's crazy. And then now I'm a little more like, oh, okay, I can yeah. buy this. Like, but 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 now it's like you just checked me, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I I could save more and yeah. live below my means because what you're gonna go buy more clothes for? Go go do this. Do you buy need more watches? A, yeah. I, I mean, I don't fucking need. It. No. Come on. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna go in my garage. Oh. So there's a there's a particular brand called Zania. And their belts have a Z on it. If my whole story is at, at work, that was what people called me Z, right? For Zuber. Uh, so yeah. of course I see these belts. I was in the first time I saw them, I was in like Barcelona, Spain. And I'm like, I've never seen these before. I gotta buy a couple. And by the way, these things are like <laughs> 900 bucks or some stupid thing. So I buy several, right? Of course, because you can, right? Yeah, I have I have a dozen of these things now. I'm mean, like, I never wear them. It's just gosh, so silly. Anyways, man, understand discretionary income. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. I want to help more people. I'm trying. That's why the whole get your money right course is there. So Omar, how can people follow you and see these amazing Instagram posts? Um, just follow me guys on IG at Omar underscore Alfaro. I will put a bunch of content out and let you guys know what we do. And yeah, awesome stuff. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you.